Yo, what's up? I'm Sammy and Dio, CPA, creator, producer, and your host of the Dominate Your Dollar podcast. This podcast is designed to empower you with the knowledge of money and how you can make it work for you. It is my belief that the only way we can put a stranglehold on our finances is to educate ourselves and take action. Gone are the days where you get your tax return and you wonder where all your money went. Gone are the days where you try to get into investing and give up because the jargon was way too complicated. Gone are the days where the conversation that surrounds money gives us anxiety. And gone are the days where we look at those with financial freedom and think that it will never be us. It's time for a mindset shift. It's time to take control. It's time to start dictating what our financial future looks like. You are now a dollar dominator. Let's go. Yo, 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 what is going on? It is your boy, Sammy and Dio. Welcome to episode three of Dominate Your Dollar. Today, we are going to get into part two of our budgeting series of 10 myths that need to be busted, right? And we're going to go over five more myths that we, we're going to go, uh, that we're going to get into. Okay. And we're going to explain how we can just get these myths out the way and really move forward with uh, budgeting because budgeting is the first step of really getting to dominate your dollar. Again, before I get too deep into the episode, I want to remind you guys that we are still doing the giveaway, right? So we are doing a, a giveaway where we're giving a prize of one $50 gift card and two, a signed copy of Debt Free or Die Trying by Marcus Garrett. Okay, so here are the rules of entry again. Again, these, these rules will also be in the description with all the links of, of, you know, everywhere you need to go. Okay, step one, join the email list and become a dollar dominator. Okay, go to dominateyourdollarpodcast.com and, and uh, put your email in. You will see a pop-up that comes up. You can put your name and email in. And there's also a uh, menu on the side where you can put your name and email in. All right, so that's the first step. Become a dollar dominator. Step two, follow Dominate Your Dollar on DYD Podcast on Twitter. Instagram is Dominate Your Dollar and Facebook is, you can just search Dominate Your Dollar and you'll find us there. Step three, share the podcast on any social media platform using the hashtag Dominate Your Dollar. The more shares you uh, you you put out, the more times your, your name is entered into the hat. You have a maximum of five shares per week. All right. And step four, Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave a five-star review, all right? You do all these things, you will be in the running to get a $50 gift card and a signed copy of Debt Free or Die Trying. All right, now we, got, we get, now that we got that out the way, let's get into the episode. So uh, let's kind of recap what we went over last time. So the, uh, we went over five uh, last time. So number one was budget is time-consuming, right? Number two, budgeting for those who are broke or cheap. Number three, if I'm rich, there's no need for me to budget. Number four, budgeting is hard. All of my people who are not good at math. And number five, my budget had to be extremely detailed. Okay, so if you want to know about those myths and how we kind of deconstructed them, go back to episode two 
check that episode out and then come here and we're going to go over five more budgeting myths. All right, let's get started. Now, myth number six. Now, this myth right here is for all of my, I guess, people who are entrepreneurs, people who are in sales. Um, So the myth is basically this. If I have irregular income, there's no need for me to budget. Right. So there's so irregular income, meaning you don't really you can't really say, OK, I'm going to get this much money this month. And, uh, you know, I, I, you don't really know. Uh, it's not a paycheck or a salary based job. Right. It may be in sales. You may be a waiter or anything like that. It kind of it's kind of contingent upon your performance. Right. So so a lot of people feel like if I don't know if I can't predict my budget on a month to month basis, that there's no need for me to actually do a budget because a budget is supposed to be an estimate. Right. Now, I think we I, I kind of shared this on my last episode on the last episode, too. You don't have to be on the ball when you start your budget. So that's number one. All right. So. Um, you don't have to have a, and so, that, so you don't have to have a predictable stream of income to make your budget. It does not mean that you're absolved from that responsibility when you, uh, you know, just because you have an irregular stream of income, you can still make an income, right? And again, you you guys are forgetting your expenses may be unpredictable as well, right? That doesn't mean that you can't, you know, check your expenses or, or budget your expenses. If you're moving out here like Lawrence from Insecure, you might move, walk outside and all and all four of your tires are slashed. Now you have to replace all four of your tires, right? An expense that you weren't expense expecting, right? So that's so just because, you know your expenses are just as unexpected. You got those bills that come up and you just don't even know where they came from. You know what I mean? You got emergencies that come up that you have to take care of. Just because that you have uh, revenue that's not as predictable as one might have maybe a salary job does not absolve you from that responsibility of making sure that you have a budget every month. Okay, so a good baseline to kind of combat that is what you can do is you can set up a uh, the budget from the income that you made last month. Okay, so when you start doing uh, the this month's uh, budget, you can say, okay, what did I make? the month previously, and I'm going to put that as my estimate of what I'm going to make this month, okay? Or what you can do is you can take an average of your, like, maybe maybe your last three months, right? Take an average of that, and you can put that as your estimate from the income that you're going to bring in for that for that uh, certain month, okay? So that's ways you can kind of make it happen. Again, you don't have to be super perfect. You don't have to be on the ball. You can uh, you know, maybe be off sometimes. It's okay. It's the key is to kind of keep that tracking mechanism in place where you can kind of understand the patterns. Okay. Um, you know, this happened this month because of this, this happened this month because of that. All right. All right. Number seven, I can't have any fun when I uh, construct my budget. If I'm going to stick to my budget, then I can kiss having fun. Goodbye. All right. Now, you do have to sacrifice some things to stay on budget, okay? You might not, you know, you might think twice before you go out sometimes, you know, maybe maybe you're trying to save a little bit. You might think twice before going out because you know that when you go out, you're at least spending $60 on drinks or food or whatever the case may be, right? So, you, you know, you kind of think that I, I can't have fun if I'm on a budget, right? Now... You can have a line item in your budget that says ball out fun, <laughs> right? 
I mean, like this is a, a line item in your budget specifically for fun. You can put that in your budget. You can you can put money away aside each month that goes into your ball out fund. Where when you want to ball out, when you want to go on vacation, when you want to treat yourself, you can go use the money in that in that bucket and have yourself a great time. Right? You can't. You know, having a budget doesn't have to be just sticking to a budget doesn't mean that you're you're just this boring person now that you that doesn't do anything with their life that doesn't go traveling or whatever the case may be. A lot of people that have a budget that you know that's the reason they're able to go travel. That's the reason they're able to do the fun things. So to combat that, you know, if you feel like you you you're not going to have as much fun, construct fun into your budget. Put a line item for fun things. Okay. All right, and uh, number number eight. All right, now number eight is is very important to me. I, I, I you know, because I I felt like this in a couple of times, right? Before I really got into got really serious about my money. All right, budgeting is just a reminder of how badly I spent my money or how bad my habits are, my spending habits are, right? So you know that feeling after a lit weekend, right? And you're kind of scared to kind of log in and, and check your account. You know, you don't you don't know you don't want you don't really want to see your account balance after you spent money recklessly that weekend, right? Everybody know you know what I'm talking about. Where you put your password in and it's loading, right? And you close your eyes and you open them, you see your balance. You know what I'm talking about because I've definitely done it, <laughs> right? So what 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 is that what is that coming from? Like you 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 know we always look at money with with this sort of anxiety, right? And that's the same thing we look at budgeting. We don't want to do budget. We don't want to look at these things because it was it's a, it's a, it shines a spotlight on our spending habits. It shines a spotlight on on what we're doing. Well, one thing I do like about money and numbers, period, it doesn't really care about your feelings, right? It is what it is. The data is there. It shows what it is, right? When you start to to really get into budgeting and get into tracking your expenses and and, and seeing uh making a plan for for each expense and all those things, right? You start to see your pattern on a in a, on a very objective sense, right? It's not it's not about oh I feel like I spent this much money or I feel like I was good with my money this month. No, that's when you're if you're budgeting the right way, it's going to tell you exactly what you spent. <laughs> You know exactly what you overspent on. You know what I mean? It's going to tell you those things. And, and if you do it well, you're going to tell you exactly like which line item you overspent on. Right. And we and, and to kind of see that. It kind of gives us a bad feeling. Right. But I want you to kind of shift that mindset. Right. You need to look at that as an opportunity. As a challenge. Right. Because that is your your chance to get better. That is your chance to improve. So enough of having this bad feeling about money and, and, and where we're at. It's okay. The past is the past, right? Now it's time to move forward. Now, what are we going to, how, how can we use this budget that we've constructed to make better decisions in the future? Right? All right. Next myth. Number nine, and I'm guilty of this as well. You know, I, I I just like being transparent with you guys. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you. I am definitely guilty of this. I can keep a budget in my head. 
trust me, I, I used to be this guy. I've always been pretty good with my money. So why not? I'm just going to keep the budget in my head. Until that automatic payment hit in the account. And it hit you like, it's like a gut punch. Ooh, just, just hits you, right? You weren't expecting it, but that automatically definitely left your account. Right? Because you 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 thought that you can just keep all, all your, uh, your budget in your head. Right? There's something about having things written down that makes it come alive. Right? Um, you know, a lot of people say that you write, you should write your goals down. You should write your aspirations down. You should do a vision board so you can kind of see it. It's something about taking something from your mind and putting it on a tangible piece of, you know, paper or, you know, in this case, maybe may be an app. Nate, well, so maybe you put it in, into the note software in, in, in your, uh, in your, you know, in your iPhone or, or an app like I use Mint, right? When you take it from your mind and you put it out there, it makes it reality. I don't know. There's something magical that happens when you write, when you write these things down. Same thing with your budget. When you, when you start to record it somewhere, when you start to track it, when you start to, uh, make it a living thing. It it, it 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 gives it more meaning. It gives it it gives it, sometimes it gives you more accountability, right? So you can't just keep the budget in your head and thinking that you're just gonna you know kind of skirt through life or 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 just you know kind of wing it, right? It it doesn't work that way because you know there's so many things that go on in your head, right? There, how many times have you forgotten to to do something? Have you, you know, it, it happens to all of us, but when we have that thing written down somewhere or we set up reminders on our phone or whatever the case may be, those things are what keeps us on track. There are so many things, there are so many distractions in this world today that come at us, right? There's so many things that are begging for our attention, right? So we need to have these things written down or recorded somewhere so we can go back and reference and look at it, right? So having, a, I can uh, thinking that you can keep a budget in your head is a recipe for failure okay write it down put it in an app you know do whatever you have to do but just get it out of your head and into something that's tangible something that you can track okay all right now the final myth myth number 10 all i need to do is do my budget once and i am good to go that's it i did my budget you know, I, I did what you asked me to do, Sammy. I, I avoided all these myths. I did my budget. I'm good to go. I can just go about my life being a dollar dominator. You know what I mean? I'm out here spending money the right way. No. Your budget, budgeting is a continuous process. You're not just okay because you made your budget in the beginning of the year and you haven't looked at it since. Yeah, I'm talking to you, all those people who who made a New Year's resolution to make your uh to to do be to be better with your finances, so you constructed a budget, but you haven't looked at it since, right? You need to continue to look at your budget. How do you really know what your spending habits are if you only do your budget once? You don't. <laughs> Again, your money doesn't care about your feelings. It doesn't care. It doesn't doesn't you know? It doesn't count when you say, "Oh, I feel like I did." I feel no. What did you actually do that month? What did you actually do this year, this quarter, right? That's what that's what a budget is going to do for you, where you can kind of see those patterns, where you can kind of see that, and then you can make better decisions from there. You're not going to see that if you only do your budget once, all right? You can't get the full benefit of what budgeting can bring you if you only do.
do it once. You can't get smarter with your money. You can't start to dominate your dollar. You can't start to take control of your finances if you don't track actively and do your budget actively, okay? All right, so that is that is our 10 myths, okay? I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope that was uh, very beneficial for you guys, and I hope it will motivate you to really start to change your mindset about getting your budget started on a monthly basis, okay? Um, if you guys have any, you know, questions for me, any any topic that you really want me to cover, you can email me at domin- uh, at Sammy at dominateyourdollarpodcast.com. Or you can even tweet me at DYD Podcast. Um, you can you can tweet, you can um, you know, hit me up on Instagram, you know, put a uh, put a comment on Instagram. I'm at Instagram at dominate your dollar. You know what I mean? Or you can you can even tweet my personal page. I'm at GQ status underscore, okay? I am open to chatting with you guys about money because I know that once we start to really have great conversations about this, man, we're we gonna we are gonna shoot to the moon, man. We're gonna we're gonna go straight to the top. All right. So I go hope you guys enjoy that episode. All right, you guys have a good one.